Welcome to the Molding Private Practice Show, where we help healthcare practitioners in private practice keep true to their purpose and build a life of mastery by providing the knowledge, skills, and tools to bring their dreams to life. In this episode, we speak about having no limits in your private practice. Hi, Jess. Ready to go? Oliver, ready and you. So it's been an amazing week. Yes, all good. Sorry. Um, yeah, it's been an amazing week. I think with the show, as I've mentioned previously, it's about the knowledge, skills, and tools. Up to this week, we considered a lot about the knowledge and mindset and things like that. And I think when we wrap up the week, I still want that to be a general theme that we go through because a lot of it is about mindset and the willingness and the drive to get it, get it done. I think we started out with, um, with the show where we spoke about that it is possible. Here's our methodology on how you do this. We do have other people doing the same thing. We would love for you to be one of those, those clients that are actually doing that. Even if you're not a client, uh, I mean, one of those, those listeners that are taking this and, and applying it and, and basically making a better, better, better world for us because they are in the business of serving other people. So by virtue of that, you know, it will, it will be a better world. I would like to believe that, that we have a, a small part in this, but I've said it this week, I think, Shaz, when we, when we were chatting over coffee, and the way we, the way we think about the success part of this, this uh, content, it can't be on the people that we track. And the reason I say that is I've been listening to podcasts for years, and they've been so instrumental in my life but I promise you, none of those podcast hosts know me. I mean, I'm not on a mailing list for some of them because they don't have mailing lists, which is kind of against our against what we said in this in one of the episodes this week. But in lots of those podcasts, I'm not on the mailing list. And but it has had an impact. And I'm hoping in the same way. I mean, we don't need to know every single person that listens to this podcast. Hope you know how um you know it would be great if we did, but I'm. Hundred percent sure we won't, but if it does, if it just positively benefits someone that's listening to it and they make a positive difference in their lives and their private practices, I think that would be a, a useful story. If we did get that story back, you know, via a comment or an email or or something, that would be amazing. But I'm not expecting that. I'm just expecting that that when we put that, out this content, that it's beneficial, it's valuable, and someone that's listening to it or watching it can take something of value and run with that. So on this idea of building, and again, using an academic approach to this, there's a book that I want to reference. Um, We spoke about this before. I'm not sure if you remember it some time ago, but it's called No Limits. And it's by John Maxwell. So everyone that, you know, if you look look at any motivational book, you know, John C. Maxwell is the books that you want to be reading. And, um, you know, one of it is on No Limits. So in the book, I, I want to I I read the last paragraph because it kind of sets the tone for what we're going to discuss. And he says, if you are aware of yourself and your ability to improve, if you develop the abilities you already possess, and if you make the everyday choices that will help you improve, you will reach your capacity. Your life need not have limits. As long as you are breathing, you can improve. You can make a greater difference. It's all within your reach. All you have to do is seize it. That's a good way to put it, don't you think? That's an amazing way to put it. It just really hits the nail on the head. Um, 
that you are capable of doing what you put your mind to so long as you just put the work in. You know, and I mean, it's, it's quite a complex one because uh, you know, like it goes into all of these capacities that you have. I'm not going to go through every single one, but he just talks about being aware of the possibilities, which we've already started speaking. You know, we started speaking about the fact that healthcare practitioners in private practice have all of these possibilities that they, that they can harness that is not just time-based. You know, that, that's the biggest thing we want to get out of this is that it's not just time-based. It's not just about building a practice that's doing 70,000 rands per month. It's also a, an opportunity to build a practice that's not just, not just limited to the time on an everyday basis. So if you know what the possibility is and you identify and develop the capabilities. So that's the other, at the other part to this that I'm hoping this show will start full, filling that gap is that it's, most people don't know what they don't know. And, and unless you can identify that, you do need to, you know, you do need to go through and and have a look at. Okay, these are the, you know, I don't know too much about marketing. I need to go and find that out. And hopefully, the content that we're putting out will will kind of move our listeners into that direction, so that yes, maybe they not they don't get all hundred points from this from the show or from the episodes that we're putting out, but at least they have the reference material that they can go and dig deeper and find that find that content if they need to. And then it talks about making smart choices to allow you to reach your fullest potential and become, become successful in developing these capabilities. Just in terms of um, our, our clients, or, or even from a personal point of view, have you seen this in action? Um, from a personal point of view, I think when you start looking at it introspectively and seeing, okay, well, what can I control? And if I know what I can control, then I know what I can change. I think the best example of that for me would be three years ago, you wouldn't have caught me dead in a gym. And then I looked at it and thought, but I can actually control my fitness level. I can take that step and see how do I do this? And just by putting, changing that mindset of, but I control this, you start to see the benefits. And again, it's just building it into that habit. But once you know where your limitations are and what they are, you can find a way to get either around them or work through them and from there succeed. Yeah, I like that example of the gym and getting caught dead in the gym. That's kind of a conundrum um, in terms of how that would work. But I like the, the idea. Um, so if I go back to the book, he talks about energy capacity. So touching on your gym idea, he talks about your ability to push on physically. I mean, that kind of makes sense. You know, if you're sick or you're not feeling well, there's no way you're going to be concentrating anything on developing yourself or your private practice. Emotional capacity, your ability to manage your emotions. I think this year has been one of the years that everyone would remember, definitely in our generation and in our lifetime. And I, I kind of see it now towards the end of the year, how people are, are getting quite drained because it's a few more weeks and then we into you know holiday season. And 
you can see the toll of like the emotions of this year in terms of the COVID-19 pandemic, in terms of how tired people are and how sick some people are getting and, and things like that. But it's just the stress of that. But again, if you're not emotionally, if you don't have the capacity emotionally, there's no way you're going to be developing or building or, or identifying anything. Then he talks about thinking capacity, your ability to think effectively. Um, this is the term, I mean, you know, lots of people use it, you know, it's about critical thinking and, and knowing this. And I would, I would venture to say this is probably one of the most difficult things to do because unless there's, there's something, someone that, that's pointing you in the right direction, it's difficult to, to know what to do. I mean, you don't, know, you don't know what you don't know. And I'm hoping that some of those discussions will kind of spur on thinking. And that's the reason that I still listen to podcasts and I read books because, yes, it, it might not have all of the answers, but at least it starts pointing, pointing the direction um, for you in terms of where you need to go. Then he talks about people capacity, your ability to build relationships. And I would say not just build relationships, but almost... Build, build capacity from a operational, excuse me, build capacity from an operational perspective. So what I mean by that is, for instance, with the kitchen team, there's no way that I would be able to do what we need to do from a client point of view and a business point of view without having the team behind us to be able to do that. It's impossible. And just the fact that we, we've spent the time on building the people capacity, you know, make it quite a conscious decision that we constantly building the skills of the team, that when something is going wrong, that we spend the time on the training and thinking about it, not, not, with, the, not with the purpose that I know all the answers, but with the purpose of we are a team pointed in the same direction, and how do we use our common sense and intelligence to be able to come up with a solution for the thing that we're struggling with right now? So I think when, when healthcare practitioners think about this, this is probably one of the biggest things that I find doesn't happen is because the healthcare practitioner thinks that they, you know, she can do almost everything and it doesn't quite work like that. So either you outsource those skills or that capacity, as in you get a company or you get a team that's outsourced and they can do this for you, or you build a team that can do this. Both of those op you know, options work. Obviously the first one, when you're outsourcing it to something like, and the managed service that we offer, which is the ISOFORGE product, that's a much more cost-effective manner to do it. But the best option is to build a team like we've been doing at Kitrin. That has a lot more in terms of monetary um, costs. That, that obviously costs a lot more to do. But that's, that's a really good option. And there's many practitioners that have actually done this with good effect. Then he talks about creative capacity, your ability to see options and find answers. I think this kind of ties in with the thinking one. But again, I would say it's difficult to do this unless you actually have the ability to think creatively around the, around the problems. And if you're not as close to the issues, you, knew, you do need someone that's a lot more detached that can, that can provide that insight, whether that be a therapist, a coach, a, uh, someone close to you that can point this out. But you do need someone to point you in that direction. Production capacity, your ability to accomplish results. I would tie this a little bit to the people capacity, but it's not quite the same, but it's about getting stuff done. And you know, in, in the private practice, it's the operational part. 
It's getting your invoicing, your payment allocation, your following up with the medical aids or the health insurance companies. It's following up on overdue accounts. And that's kind of production or operational related. And you do need to know how you're going to do that. And normally that is either you're doing it yourself, you've got a system to do it, you've got a team to do it, or you've got an outsourced partner to do that. Leadership capacity, your ability to lead, to lift and lead others. Now, that's quite important when it comes to a team. And it's not as simple as just having a team and then everyone just does their stuff. Life just, just doesn't work that way. Uh, or else we won't have managers in the world. We won't have, we won't have CEOs. We won't have you know, all of these business development and operational managers. So there's a certain, there's a certain art form and there's a certain skill set about how you manage people. And again, if I had to venture, healthcare practitioners never got trained on this. They might have amazing soft skills, but I think to become a leader or to become a manager is not just about having the soft skills. It's about quite a few different aspects. And one of it being, do you, know, do you actually know how to do the work? And once you have those things in place, then you can actually become the leader for the team that you need to. And I would say also, it's not just the team. It's about everyone that's connected with your private practice, whether that be an outsource partner, whether that be um, a person that's in your office, whether that be a referral source that you, that you, that you depend, on, depend on from a uh, from a private practice point of view, all of those become your ecosystem and you need to know how to lead those relationships and build on that. I don't want to go into too much others. And I mean, typical, you know, John Maxwell style. I mean, he's, he's very in-depth and those are the ones that he starts off with and it's, it's the core ones, but there's other ones like discipline capacity and attitude capacity and abundance capacity which is a good one because that's, that's the one from a values point of view that I kind of resonate with because I always talk about abundance. And, you know, we, we're not closed, in, closed off enough that there's only a certain finite amount of value that, or, or things that we can get. I think if you really think about it, you know, the, it's, it's limitless, and, um, which is obviously completely against the... the well, it kind of goes with the no limits concept, but um, but that's the idea is that you have that abundance capacity. And that's pretty much it. I mean, I, I definitely, as with all of the books that we referenced, we'll put the, the link in the show notes. I, I definitely recommend that everyone goes and reads the book and, and, see, and sees how to apply this in their personal life and their private practice. But again, it's one of those, the knowledge part or the skill set part of the, the whole um, aspect of the aspects that we're trying to bring across in terms of this uh, this show. Is there anything you have on that, Chess, that um, we didn't cover? I think we covered all the all the major points that are brought up in the No Limits book. I think from a, a practitioner point of view, it becomes very important to remember that when you start a private practice you're no longer just a practitioner, you're a business owner, which means you need to start looking at what your business owner capacities are and how do you manage those to have the practice that you are, that you've dreamed about, that you've planned, that you've mapped out. Once you can figure those out and start setting the boundaries to achieving what you need to achieve, it's definitely the right track to be on. I would say to anybody 
like we've done, we've book on every aspect, every video that we've done, we've referenced a book. Even if you take one thing out of each piece of paper you pick up, each article you read, each book you read, it's one extra skill set to help you grow. And it's one extra thing to push that limit further away and open up those capacities. Take the chance and see where you can go just by realizing where your capacities are and how do you expand them. I like um, the way you've said that. So if I had to close off just with um, something that, that is a lot more closer to me in terms of how this relates, um, I, I worked a long time or I thought about it a long time in terms of, of having a business where you could almost, you could almost have, and the, the, the dream was always that you have a business that you would love to come to work you know, it, it doesn't become work. It becomes part of what you do and part of, you know, the, the fulfillment you find in life. And I think we've, you know, like I've eventually gotten to that stage. But I want to say that with, you know, the transition from corporate to having a business that's that's sustainable and, and profitable and that's growing, it's not an easy thing to do. Like it'll never be easy to get the, you know, the healthcare, the practitioner, private practice to a level where she's happy with the revenue that's coming on a monthly basis. But I do want to say that is possible. So it, it is possible because there's examples of other people doing that. And if you just keep on doing that, and if you have that no limit mindset, that will eventually come. And then coming back to the story of, of Kitrin and building that, the no limits comes, uh, the, lo- the no limits part comes in the, the perspective that it's not time-based anymore. We can serve a lot more clients. And by virtue of me just spending the same amount of time that I would have done in a corporate career anyway, we get to serve a lot more people, even with something like this, this show. This show could be, you know, it could reach 10 people, it could reach 100 people, it could reach 10,000 people. But it's the same if number, it's the same amount of effort to produce that show to reach that amount of people. And I think that's the concept of this no limit idea is that if you concentrate on the right things and if you get the mindset right and if you get the idea that you, you're pulling in the right direction, the no limits would come by virtue of you doing that and just doing better and, and, and developing yourself and figuring out how do, you be, how do you serve more people over time. And I think I would like to end that, you know, with that point around that and you know obviously looking at us as a personal story in terms of how we're doing it at the moment and um, yeah just to say that it's been an amazing week again it's another week that you know we've produced the content on a consistent basis and i like the idea that we're moving now from mindset Uh, we'll still have mindset and we'll still have knowledge um, but we're moving you know into the realm of talking about tools and skill sets that you possibly need in your private practice. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. As always, stay tuned and we'll speak to you in the next episode.